Hello everyone, welcome to the Across the Park Instant Match Reaction. Um, Everton nil, Wolves one. Mills, well, we we uh, we previewed previewed ourselves through the week, and, and and I spoke about football being a simple game, and and how it's about what happens in both boxes. And once again, that proves to be the case at Goodison today. For me, we we could should have been a, a goal or two in front at the break. We weren't. We were punished by a pretty basic side, but a, but a side that came with it with a game plan, and, and it pays off for them. What what are your thoughts on that? I mean, we're three games in now, no goals scored, six conceded or five conceded, is it? Yeah, five conceded, six conceded, yeah. rock bottom of the league. It's looking pretty bleak, isn't it? It feels a little bit bit hopeless. I just want to say that we're, we're recording this um, remotely, unfortunately, because um, the pair of us have got young children who decided to be young children at the game today, which required us to to get straight home, unfortunately. So we decided to still do it. Judge, I've brought the um, I brought the trusted Magnus for this one, but yeah, I think you're right, and I thought you were right in the week when you said that um, both areas football could be simple if you get those those right, and Everton have once again this season gone into not getting certainly the attacking area correct. I, I think the bigger picture, um, which I'll probably focus on more tonight, and I'm going to go into more detail at least on, on Monday when we talk about the show because I was sitting in the family enclosure, right, literally next to the Wolves dugout and, and the Everton dugout. So I want to expand on a few things on Monday of how I thought Everton set up and what they did in, in game. But yeah, look, if, if you go into the season and you're not armed to, to, to beat Fulham and you're not armed to beat Wolves at home and, and you, they're their two first three games, then you you can't really point the blame anywhere other than the people who are meant to arm you up and, and, and give the manager the tools. Does the manager make mistakes? Did he even make mistakes at times today? Of course he does, but what manager doesn't? I think the bigger picture for me, judges, we've, we've gone into now. I look, the Villa one, when I've seen Villa away, good side. I, I don't really expect us to go and get, you know, it's a bonus point if you get a point at Villa. But certainly, so I thought Fulham and Villa, Fulham and Wolves, you're probably looking at minimum four points for me. Yeah, yeah. And we're ending this with, with zero. And for me, Going back to your original point, in that in one of our boxes, forget Michael Keane. Michael Keane didn't play today. He came on, so forget the defensive errors. We are not scoring goals. Not not even it's not. We're not creating chances. We're not scoring goals, and that that's killing us. Yeah, I mean, Dan Jumas has another one on one today, hasn't he? Um, yeah, after about fifteen twenty minutes, and he just looked like a. We just he just didn't look like a, a sense of forward. Did he look like a, a forward who? <laughs> Isn't accustomed with taking his chances, maybe suffering from a lack of confidence. You know, he hasn't had the best couple of seasons. It was at you know, Tottenham didn't really get a chance. Um, prior to that, was was up and down at Villarreal. But I think mm. that the, the main point being, we haven't got a centre forward there who can take them chances. Uh, going back to the manager briefly, again, I thought I don't think there was anything wrong with the team he put out. Because it was the right team that he selected. Um, again, he made the, the brave call for him. Of taking Michael Keane out, and and I thought in the main, Jared Brantwaite performed really well. I, I thought he was really comfortable back there. I thought he he gave us a lot more in possession. Um, and you know, obviously Dan Jumas, Dan Jumas coming from from the start as well. And I thought Lewis Dobbins done done okay, but he just looked like the player that we you know we knew he was before the season starts. He's got a lot of pace. He's very raw, but he's not a Premier League player, unfortunately. And and mm-hmm. you know he, he he wants you know he can't. He, he was lacking in again in those in those final areas and 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 again it was the final ball um, that he wasn't able to produce. But 
Yeah, it's 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 basically disappointing for the I think for the manager now because he's 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 really lacking options. I mean, what what stuck out to me when we when it was fifteen minutes left, both teams it almost become a little bit of a basketball game, but they were able to call on two, three, four players off the bench. Attacking players, like, yeah, attacking players and and players that you know were were, were if not seasoned Premier League players, they were, they were you know they were pros and and they were, they were players you could give them another dimension and. We couldn't do that. I mean, when you go one nil down and you're having to bring Michael Keane off the bench to put up front, it no. literally just that sums it up, doesn't it? So, so you, you've got um, Yusef Chimiti, who by all means I, th- I thought it okay when he came on, but we, we, we've we've been told by the manager he's not ready. So if, if he's not ready, you've got, you've got to trust that at face value. So okay, you're putting a striker on who's not ready to try and win a football game for Everton. You've then got Tom Cannon, who by Thursday will be at Preston. Let's make no bones about it. He's going to go and play in the Championship again. He's got, he's, he hasn't got a future this season at the football club. You throw him on to get a goal and you throw Michael Keane on to get a goal. Mm-hmm. It's it's just ridiculous. And, and to go into this game with with those options, and I'm repeating myself, it's criminal. And the, the manager, going back to what you said there, Judgy, the manager was almost 1-0 Everton already by his team. He got the crowd. We were there. We had the roar that Jared Bradbury got. We had yeah. the roar Lewis Stubborn got. Everyone was happy when they seen the team sheet. He was almost 1-0 up already with the fans. Yeah. The fans were singing. And, and, and I want to say, well, again, we might talk more about it. Amazing tribute to, to Michael Jones. 26 minutes in, and we nearly scored at the end of that 26 yeah, minutes. Yeah, how, 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 fitting, how fitting that would have been. And the crowd, the crowd were with the team today. The crowd were with them. And we don't expect a free-flowing 3-0 performance in the first half. We, we expect to, to do what we did. Maybe get one or two chances in the first half and be quite clever with, with the play, which is what we did. But I think going into the second half, Judge, I don't know about whether you'd agree, disagree. I'm, I'm, I'm here for either. I don't think the manager dealt with what Wolves were doing to us. They came out different in the second half. They came out with a bit of a different plan. They came out with... It, it, it seemed... I, I don't know whether they changed formation on the face of it, but they certainly played different and we just didn't deal with it. There, there was, for me, Judge, a number of warning signs before they even scored. I, I, mean, I, I thought there was a, a couple of warning signs towards the end of the first half. And and, and I think that the midfield three, they got exposed at um, Villa. I thought they got exposed again today. Once again, I think Anana looks like he's playing at 50-60%. He looks mm. to me like a player who doesn't want to get injured. He, he yeah. doesn't he doesn't go into many many challenges, really. He doesn't put himself about, doesn't compete enough. I said it in the week, doesn't make enough fouls for me. For a midfielder who's in that that type of position, um, I, I thought I thought Takore out of the three was by far the best. I thought second half he really rolled his sleeves up and tried to take the team forwards. He was consistently running behind, but it was he he became almost like an um, an auxiliary number nine as well, though because there, there wasn't you know we were lacking that. And even when Chimiti come on, you could see he was, he was not used to the you know the system. He wasn't used to necessarily the Premier League, so he was dropping in quite deep, but. I thought that we really struggled in the second half in, in, in the middle of the pitch. They were bypassing us consistently. Whenever I they come them, yeah. And I thought that the wide forwards that they played in the second half, they stayed particularly wide. And every time they won possession, they seemed to have one of them free. And, yeah. and we were releasing them in them channels. And I think that's what the manager must have said. Maybe, look, play on the outsides of those centre-backs because they're not the quickest. You, you, can, you, can, you, know, you can trouble them. And... Um, and yeah, I mean, I can't say that you can't say the goal was coming 
but, but we look, you know, we look shaky whenever the balls are coming. I think, I think, I think, I think our goal was coming, and it was only going to be one goal in today's yeah. game. I, I think, yeah. I think Everton could have easily the, the decorey marginal offside that could have been one yeah. eleven very, very easily. But, I, but I, I do, I do think we'll probably get into it more when we've watched it back and, and thought about it more. I do think there was times for the manager to, to to change it there, and then the changes at the end, it seemed like he panicked, and I've never really seen him panic. Other than Wolves away last season, second last game of the season, it's the only other time I've seen him panic. Three games in, I've seen him panic today at the end because maybe there's a realization that, good God, this this isn't working. I've got it wrong today. I've got a scattergun approach to. But just just to touch on the midfield there, um, I think two of the three. Now to Corey, I thought, and I'll get pelters for this. I thought he was okay today. I, I don't think he I don't think he was an issue. But the, the other two, just a guy and a guy, Amadou Onana, they slow our play down. There's yeah. times where you watch the goalkeeper today, the goalkeeper's asking someone to come and get it from him. They're not coming to get it from him. And then when we do break or we have a nice little move and it goes into either a dresser guy and a guy, he gets pickpocketed all the time because he's slow on the ball when he goes backwards. Yeah, he dribbles across the pitch. Or Onana just wants... It's like he's it's like he's playing a possession game. He just wants a simple one-two with someone and, and he doesn't do nothing with it. And that's what we're really missing. We're not just missing a centre forward who can score goals. We're someone in a central area who can say, "Give me the ball, and I'll try and do something." I don't know why. I still don't know why because I, I think he looked particularly uncomfortable at times today as well. I don't know why James Garner hasn't been put in there. I really don't. Oh. Also, the, the players on the pitch, he's by far the best passer of the ball. He's he'd be far, by far the most creative, and he's struggling out on that right hand side. And I actually yes. think he's killing, he's killing Patterson as well because. There was a few moments in the first half, passing, put some really good balls into the box. There was one in particular that um, Dan Juma volleyed wide, which he should have done better better from. But he got into some decent areas, but he's having to really work hard to, to get on the overlap because Garner's not, not really you know, getting himself into positions and creating the space for, for Patterson. And he's not linking up with him either. So that's yeah. not working anyway. So why not just put him inside? It's frustrating. And you could see today those times that he did drift inside and Decore covered him. And, and we were much better with the play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it is frustrating. Now, but I mean, look, despite what you say about the man, and, and you're right, maybe this, this, you know, he could have changed things, he could have tweaked the system or whatever. He's really lacking options there, though. You can you can tweak the system all you like, but the minute you move, for, for instance, give it that example, you move James Garner inside, who are you putting on the right then? It's like... There's no one. You really, he's, he's so so much lacking in, in options, and even you go, you go back to the recruitment and the decision making, maybe off the pitch. You've got Damari Gray been sitting there now for three weeks doing nothing. What was the point? Like, if we were going to sell him, we should have sold him three weeks ago and bought someone else. Yeah, that's exactly for three weeks and not even being an option today. Yeah. Damari Gray on that right hand side was was walks him. He walks him. And yeah. there's, play, there's players across the Premier League now and across across the world who are playing for teams now and helping their teams. They'll be somewhere else on Thursday. So I don't know why we can't do that. Exactly. That, that's 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 the frustrating thing for me. It's decisions that we've made, and I just it just baffles me because even having them on the bench there, and all right, there's the thing that he might get injured or whatever, and that that maybe scuppers a move, but that's losing out on ten million pounds, whatever, for a winger. Is not as valuable as the points we're losing at the moment. Yeah, and, and look, every game we play now, and I will we'll talk about more about this. We're recording on Bank Holiday Monday, so we'll, we'll go more in depth. But just to end it for me, judging, I'll pass it over to you. I think the the failures 
of the multiple transfer windows in the past, I, th- I think they're really starting to hate us now. I think they, they have hate us in the past. I think now I'm looking at that team and I'm going, I don't really see much of an identity. I'm seeing players playing where they shouldn't be. I'm looking at a bench that hasn't got any sort of option on it. And we're going into... I think there's a massive banana skin on Tuesday. I know you're going down to Doncaster. I think I think there's when, when I think there's a massive, massive banana skin there. Everton can't afford to get that one wrong. But Everton can't afford well. you got on TV, haven't you? They know it. I know, but we, we can't afford you now we're, we're into four or five days. Let, let's not let's not talk meet up next week and talk about a terrible transfer window. Let's end this transfer window it, well. And, and I, I don't know how much money Everton have or haven't got. But we're seemingly bidding for players. We've now got to be clever with the money. We've left it. We've left it so late. But I think the, the I think we're in a bit of trouble at the minute, and I think we can't afford to get the next few days wrong. Yeah, I said that last week, and I'm going to tell you now. I don't think today changed it for me. That team is not good enough to play in the Premier League. So if we don't bring in two or three players, I think that team goes down and probably goes down pretty comfortably. I don't, I don't think we're going to get the chance to maybe save it on the last day or two. I know it's only early and people are going, oh, come on, it's only three games, but it's not just three games. It's 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 two seasons <laughs> plus three games. We've been this bad for two and a bit seasons now. It's been a continuation yeah. of it. So, um, yeah, it is an instant match reaction. Apologies again that we haven't been able to record outside the ground. As Millsy said, our kids got the better of us today and, and made the decision we wanted to go home earlier. So, um We'll, uh, as Mildy said, we'll be recording on Bank Holiday Monday in the studio um, and we'll catch you all then. Enjoy the rest of your Bank Holiday weekend. Up the toffees.